0: Welcome to Telling the Tale, the podcast that this week and some other weeks in our history we talk about The Expanse, the brand new Telltale game. Other times we just talk about other Telltale games, but this week it is The Expanse, a Telltale series episode 3, first one. released on August 24th, 2023 and developed by all the other people we've said developed it in the other episodes, but before we talk about any of that, I would like to introduce the wonderful host of Telling the Tale, Dustin Jackson.
1: Woo! Hey, you know what? We're kind of the first ones in terms of Telltale podcasts. I Yeah, you know, I don't think that's true, <laughs> but... <laughs> but Are, would you would you say we're the first ones to make it over 100 episodes, though?
0: Undoubtedly. Or at least <laughs> a podcast that has covered Telltale specifically for 100 episodes? Yeah, yeah I think so.
1: I, yeah, see, we're a first one.
0: We're, we're the first at something. I mean, we have to be, because otherwise,
1: they would have reached out, right? <laughs> what, the other Telltale podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, they would have given us, like, welcome baskets? Yeah. Like, as soon as we move on to the scene, it's like, hey, welcome to the Telltale neighborhood.
0: Listen, we've, uh, I've, I've done some light Googling about the existence uh-huh. of other Telltale podcasts, just to, just to find out if there was one, because it doesn't seem like the wildest idea, right? Right. Uh, couldn't find anything. So, if Ooh. you are out there, and you're doing your due diligence in looking up the most famous telltale podcast finding us uh you should reach (laughs) out because i don't know you
1: yeah we don't know anyone who does telltale podcast except for one another
0: yeah i know dustin jackson
1: i know mitchell wolf he's done a telltale podcast before Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) i poured
0: myself such cold ice water and it's
1: oh oh is it good i didn't pour myself an ice cold anything
0: you didn't, Are you came into this episode dry?
1: Oh, I'm going in dry. Oh no,
0: that's, uh, that's rough. I don't think I yeah, could do a well, podcast without a moisture.
1: You know what? Normally I have like water or something or a drink, but this time I forgot. <laughs> do you think that the audience
0: thinks just by like how we sound right now, could they hear how wet I am compared to you?
1: They can hear the wet levels?
0: Yeah. Because I'm also sweaty. I was out in the sun all day.
1: <laughs> I've, I've heard a few pitter-patters of sweat drops. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> That's the kind of joke that makes me think, like, oh, he's definitely joking about that. But then in an hour, I'll think, was Dustin joking about that? Did he hear a sweat drop?
1: <laughs> I thought someone left the shower on.
0: Yeah, and uh, meanwhile, I hear all the gusts of air blowing through cactus arms on your end. Uh, That's tr- <laughs> just the dustiest driest.
1: <laughs> That's true. I'm crumbling. Mm-hmm. I'm down to like 3 fingers.
0: Well, before I melt into the abyss and you become it, uh, let's just do a podcast about the expanse.
1: Good idea.
0: So, um I would normally at this point in the show, Dustin, ask you what you thought uh-huh. of the podcast. And believe me, we'll get there. But I did What get... I thought of the
1: podcast? I'm
0: sorry. Telltale makes video. I games. think it's,
1: I think it's going pretty well so far. I would normally all... ask
0: you about uh, the podcast and then edit that bit out, <laughs> <laughs> and then ask you about the video game. Uh, but instead, I actually have um, a, a, a quote here from Ooh. Alter Mentality, uh huh, friend of the show. She had played through this episode a couple nights ago, or or last night maybe, and. I, she, she said that she was very affected by it. Ooh. Uh, so, I, I think we'll start the episode with this. She says, and I quote, I started off feeling like this was going to be an exploration of some crazy cult that wanted to live forever and outsmart death by waiting for aliens to come and revive them. It gave off major Fallout vault vibes. Uh, except it ended up being far more elegant than Bethesda usually does it. My empathy and understanding evolved gradually over the course of exploration and learning about the colony until I found myself tearing up at the plaque dedicated to the children. If you be a healer, heal. If you be a miracle worker, work. If you're just passing through, then pass through in peace. And then the sight of a bunch of child-sized bodies wrapped in netting in their little makeshift coffins uh i also cried about maya at the end but i feel like that speaks for itself so right yeah i i I think there's a lot of uh, emotional punches in this episode
1: yeah uh which is good because i feel like otherwise this episode is very short and, oh, and, this episode and...
0: is incredibly short. It blew my mind <laughs> that it yeah. ended when it did.
1: I, same. I, when it ended, before it cut to the credits, I was like, is there like a, a another like whole half of this left? Yeah, so we've talked about episode
0: length a lot in this show, but I will say, reiterating it and, and probably making my point on this redundant by three or four episodes at this point, um, they used to be longer yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what now that now that you mention it i think telltale episodes used to be longer than this longer than uh maybe almost an hour
0: the point and click adventure ones the longest of them i think might have gone to like four hours which one do you remember which one it was i don't remember Uh, it's probably a salmon max uh but like salmon max would routinely be like If not quite three hours, just you still got to put aside three hours of time. Yeah. Uh, And now we're dealing with episodes that are less than one.
1: That's that's wild. Yeah. Uh, On one hand, it's throwing me off because I'm used to getting like between one and a half to two and a half with these uh, more Walking Dead style uh, choicey Telltale episodes. But at the same time, I it's it's hard for me to really judge considering it's being released differently. Like it's every two weeks, and it, it it's all coming out way closer to one another than like any other Telltale. But at the same time, I don't know. I'm I I, I don't want to sound mean about it because I don't think it speaks to the quality of the episode. It's just that you get less episode.
0: <laughs> you get a lot less episode. And uh, it's inconsistent as well. So yeah. sometimes to you the, can to get the like point... a two hour episode followed by a 45 minute episode.
1: Yeah, to the point where like I, I'm sitting there thinking, even if like these three episodes were just short ones and then they save all of the big stuff for the last two episodes. I still don't like that. I still don't like it being so, like... I don't think that's what it's going to be, either. I yeah, think they just all five I, short episodes. Yeah. And it's... I, 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 I don't know how I feel about it, because it is less game for a pretty steep asking price for a Telltale game. But at the same time, I kind of also like that they don't feel the need to like if an episode has a good place to end or if they you know do all that they set out to do with an episode they shouldn't need to drag it out and have like a bunch of filler shit like we don't need drummer to go play a whack-a-mole mini game for an hour
0: right but yeah i mean that's true but also when strong bad plays his little not nes nes machine that's I, I love it i love what he like does that.
1: Yeah, and I I guess I would be a little more understanding with these short episodes if, like, wildly different things happened in them. This episode, it, it did have some good emotional gut punches, but it's just more of the same Yeah, it, that we've seen in the last two episodes. It, it, maybe even, like, less of the same, considering we got less of it. Yeah, so, frankly,
0: uh, Courtney having such a strong feeling about this episode um surprised me for two reasons one um i talked to her a little bit more about what she said after the fact and uh, mm-hmm. for her maya died at the end of this episode which spoiler alert is something that can happen um, <laughs> she did not die for me uh and and i think that while i like that that's such a big difference that can happen mm-hmm. um for m- me from my playthrough that's just like a lot less emotional of an ending right to an episode
1: yeah to an episode that you were barely playing to begin with
0: yeah and i bet courtney was probably f- feeling like well what the hell why did not my maya live <laughs> Uh, but (laughs) mine didn't either my maya died oh really okay and uh actually we talked about like what our choices were and we were not able to completely conclude what specific choice led to that yeah um so maybe i was i was wondering about choices at the end uh to find out why that happened exactly but like it was I bet she, and maybe you, Dustin, you can tell me about this for for uh, your perspective, I bet you wish Maya lived.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what? Thinking about it, I kind of wish he was still around.
0: I And I very much understand that perspective, but for me, I'm thinking like, well, I wish, I wish my, Maya my episode had an ending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I, I totally agree. Having that uh, the emotional impact of maya dying really goes a long way in an episode that really just does not have that much to it it's short you're ex- and l- guess what you're exploring a space station you are exploring in a third i think you do like station. one i think you do one puzzle there y- yeah a puzzle you, con- you connect you connect oh, to that yeah, yeah i mean and that's just the electricity so electricity circuits
0: rudimentary it's trial and error if you don't get it yeah and yeah it's just it's watching in what direction a chord goes and then picking that direction
1: yeah um i'm i do really like that courtney got such a reaction out of this episode or rather this episode got a reaction out of her um i don't know if I'm quite there. I did for Maya dying. I was like, oh, I don't like that. But um, you know, the the all the dead kids on the spaceship, that it, it is emotional, I get it. But it's I don't know, it's it's hard for me to be to shed a tear for all these dead children that I don't know. Dustin I, only cares th- about
0: dead kids he knows people.
1: <laughs> That's well no, I I get the situation. But I don't. I don't know. In in a Telltale video game, I've seen so many people die that I have been closer to <laughs> even younger I, ones. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like this. This is a shitty situation, to be sure. I do buy that. Uh, it, it 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 is very sad, but Drummer didn't even cry. Drummer and Maya were just like, "Oh man, that sucks. Well, that's drummer, a bummer." And Drummer
0: wouldn't. I mean, that, yeah. that's not really her character. But I, I think it is. Right. It, it is, it is uh, sad to me. It but is it, sad. It's it is more sad. More than sad, it was more like, um, we, we should back up a little bit. So the, okay. the space station you go to, this is the one that uh, the pirates were chasing you down for the coordinates of. It's the one that Cox, if Cox is still alive for you, uh, is saying like, hey, this is the big score um and cox is dead for me is was cox in this episode at all for
1: you did not even show up yes yeah, <laughs> he is he's alive but i feel like we're getting a uh we're getting some classic telltale sensibilities
0: yeah for this episode uh i didn't see virgil at all i saw con no very virgil. briefly at the beginning for like a second yeah. she said a mm-hmm. sentence or two while she was like flying you to the space station and then you don't see her again um a, a very isolated episode both in terms of how the space station is very much on its own in the expanse of space. And also in the sense that um, most of the characters aren't in it. By the way, I thought when we first met all the characters on the ship, we were, like, gearing up for the situation where this group of characters was going to be the group of characters that we start with. And as we, you know, visit all these different space stations and stuff, we uh, our, our little cast uh pe- some people die some people join in we've had the same static group of characters all three episodes it only goes yeah. down it, it only <laughs> it, it, only people can die
1: yeah i mean you'll meet an occasional like guy who tries to shoot you like in this episode but they don't matter at all
0: right yeah there, there's there's enemy combatants and they die very quickly there's um In episode two, there was the pirate on the radio. I think Toussaint was his name. Yeah. Uh, And then in this one, there's a bunch of audio logs. There were audio logs in the other ones of, like, the people that used to be on the station, but they're not there anymore. Yeah. Um, It it really is a a tight story. Uh, A very tight world. In the way that The Expanse, the show and, and book series, are not. The Expanse is a huge Game of thrones kind of world-building accomplishment. Uh, there's tons right. of characters all the time. They're doing all sorts of different stuff. They live in different places. They have different goals. They have different backgrounds. And this is a very narrow-cast, specific story, which I kind of think is cool. Um, but I would, if you're doing that, I would want more... Uh, introspection on the characters in the story that I don't I don't know if we're getting
1: Yeah. I'm I'm there too. Yeah. It it, it it and here's my thing. I I will fully admit I went into this knowing this was probably not gonna be my favorite telltale game we've played. But you know, I I didn't I thought the same about uh The Walking Dead way back when before I played it.
0: Tales from and the Borderlands
1: Tales from the Borderlands. We were just saying the other day what a surprise that game is. Mm-hmm. Uh this one just it it's basically it's less than what I expect and I'm really trying not to sound mean about it considering
0: uh you yeah. know it
1: is still in a game that is going right now. Uh this this is very fresh but man I it's just not bringing it for me not not that i'm having like an awful time not that i dislike everything about it but it's just giving me like this episode especially just being so short just gave me no real reason to latch on to it and sometimes that's just how some games are gonna be i i told i totally get that that is a me thing i can see how this someone else would love this
0: um, <laughs> someone else would love this is a <laughs> great backhanded review uh, <laughs>
1: well I, I, I think it still counts as a compliment it's it's saying like yeah you know this is just not my thing but I don't necessarily think what it's doing is like bad but I do agree with you it's, it's very narrow no r- real other I'll tell you this coming up with a a weekly guy this week was so hard because uh, yeah, yeah. A, there's so few characters. B, there's just not enough time for them to really do anything. I
0: I have a weekly guy that I think might be it counts. I've decided it counts. <laughs> uh <laughs> but it's it's maybe one of the like most side swipey weekly guy choices I've ever done for this podcast. Just because right. I, yeah, gotta in this episode
1: yeah yeah sorry <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> yeah I, I feel bad being a, a mr complainy pants about it but um yeah
0: so when this game was being marketed uh for the what felt like a year and a half before it came out uh i was frequently trying to talk to you about it uh, on and off the show in our like, Discord communities, w- whenever people would ask me about it, I was kind of trying to sow the seeds of, like, w- without saying it in these words, I don't know how much I care about The Expanse individually or personally. You're right. But I think the fact that Telltale is coming back uh, with a lot of people who were at Telltale in the style that they were doing it, that did work a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of it. Uh, is exciting even if it doesn't feel exciting. So, like, you need to give yourself a little permission to feel excited maybe against better judgment because, like, not better judgment. That's not the right idea. But, like, you know what I mean? I think people had to do it with Sea of Thieves a little bit, too, when that was happening, where, like, um, Sea of Thieves was the first like adventure rare game that rare put out in over like a it was like a decade at that point because uh before that was rare replay which was just a compilation not just a compilation but it was a compilation uh and then it was the <laughs> the, the Connect Sports trilogy which was what that was uh so like it was as far back as Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts before Rare Replay uh, so that's a huge amount of time
1: and yeah it, or, or before it's, it's Cate, less your... It's, it's less you're excited about what the product is and just more excited that they get to make a product. Well, yeah, it, I, I, I don't even know if I would say
0: that. It was just like, I don't know if I feel excited by what I've been shown, but I, I know I should be excited about this. So I'm trying to kind of get myself in the mood so that when it comes out, I'm able to receive it in that way. Um, and I think sea of thieves kind of made good on that it, it was it became um a very exciting game it, it took a little while and had some stumbles but like it it was that uh, yeah. for a good amount of people yeah, totally. eventually and uh the expanse i think is not is not doing that uh like until I heard from Courtney what her thoughts were I came out of that episode and i put the controller down and i had one of the the most negative, feelings about a telltale game actually made by telltale that like we might have ever done outside of csi even
1: uh, what about new tales from the borderlands
0: well i mean that's i'm, I'm kind of using the caveat <laughs> that that's not a telltale game
1: oh yeah right, right, right. <laughs> you mean specifically from telltale themselves
0: yeah from telltale themselves like i don't know if i've ever been this uh cold on it uh yeah yeah, yeah maybe I... maybe like um the the worst parts of the first not the worst parts but like the loosest part the thinnest parts of the first half of uh, minecraft are kind of like in that in in this level but even then um minecraft goes places eventually and minecraft <laughs> has some really interesting ideas yeah. And there there are interesting ideas here, but, like, um, A, I've never been more convinced than I was after playing this episode that this should have been one premium product. This should have been uh, a, a solid one game with, uh, like, you can divide it into five chapters in the, uh, like, chapter select if you want, but this is not an episodic game.
1: Yeah, because if, if you get to, like, this part, if if this is all just one complete game and you get to chapter three, we'll call it, mm-hmm. then it's fine. You have the whole game. Who cares if, like, this chapter is shorter than the others? It served its purpose in the story, and now you get to move on to the next one. But as, like, an episodic every-other-week thing, you're like, where's the rest of this episode?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and B... As, as much as I really, I liked, and I think I was hotter on it than you, the, uh, the, the concept of what they're trying to do with these coffins on the space station, which I, we still didn't really talk about.
1: Um, right. no, well, well, let me say beforehand that I did like the idea. I, okay. I, I don't think any of that was like done badly or anything. I, I'm just saying I feel like it uh, it affected Courtney more than it did me, but it didn't like not affect me at all. I I still thought it was like, well, I love that visual of uh they're looking down the, the chasm and they see just mm-hmm. like all the coffins sticking out. That's interesting. That's it, it's a very it's interesting sad. visual. Yeah, perspective, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but
0: like most Telltale episodes have something like that. And mm-hmm. then also three more. <laughs> you know
1: yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: like i i'm coming from the, the the place of trying to be really excited trying to like uh you know cultivate the excitement for the expanse and Bye. i was i was very excited about some of the telltale games that weren't as liked uh either by the public or by other members of this podcast like game of thrones yeah <laughs> Uh, I thought Game of Thrones was pretty great actually and who, who could he be talking about? <laughs> uh but like an episode of Game of Thrones had so many ideas in it yeah um, and they were interesting ideas that they, they were they were things I wanted to play around with more there's characters in that in that game of Thrones game that I think are um lame and wet blankets but there's other characters that I kind of would appreciate like, yeah, J R R or not J R uh G R R Martin. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead yeah. and uh write a little short story about that character? What happened to um, Maya? Maya's not her name. <laughs> <laughs> uh the one from King's Landing. What's her name?
1: <laughs> Is it uh Mara? That I, I I totally forgot. Yeah, she died. Uh she so. didn't have to. Yeah, for me, she did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'll say this about Game of Thrones. It's not my thing. I'm just not a Game of Thrones guy. But I don't necessarily think it's a bad game. Like, I, st- I still felt like each episode was worth my time. It had interesting developments in the story. And I was I was pretty cold on the ending of it. Mira, uh, by the way. Huh? Mira? Mira, that's it. Yeah. It, um... But I I think it, like, earned where it goes. Like, each episode, I was like, what's going to happen with these characters? It earned where it
0: goes. It dealt with choices. Uh, One of, I I think Game of Thrones might be the second place in these Telltale series of, like, how well I think it deals with choices. Um, Right. The game itself, I don't think, is as good as Wolf Among Us or Tales from the Borderlands. Um, but I don't think either of those games actually deal with uh, their choice systems nearly as well as Walking Dead did either. So, like, it had some strengths. It, it had mm. some real strengths. And I think The Expanse's strength is the exploration of it all. Um, but which I think then, was also in this episode weaker than the other two by a lot.
1: Yeah, like, I didn't... It, well... I actually went out of my way to explore, like, a couple rooms. Yeah. I went, like, uh, when doing these, uh, the electrical circuit stuff, I was like, why don't I check what's in here? Oh, it's not much. I, I think you get a message from somebody. I picked up something I don't remember. But even then, after a couple of rooms, I was like, is that all? Okay, never mind. I'm not going to check out these other rooms. Mm
0: -hmm. I think we got sidetracked a a lot of times. We didn't actually explain what the thing is. You go to this space station. These are the coordinates. This is where the big score is supposed to be. And you find a bunch of coffins. That's the first interesting thing that you see. Um, Coffins that have been exposed to um, the vacuum of space. And the bodies in them... Even though they appear to be like hundreds of years old, they seem to be among the first group of privatized Earthers that have gone and explored the asteroid belt. Right. Um, So these are these are like the first round of Belters. Uh, Their bodies are. They look just like how they did when they died Uh, because bodies don't deteriorate in the vacuum of space, which is something I've never had to think about before, but it is, <laughs> yeah, is <me> true. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. <laughs> uh, there's not going to be like bacteria that eat away at you or fungus or, or earthworms. So uh, <laughs> I wish
1: there were worms in space. You're
0: done eating. You're done sleeping. You're done aging. So that it, the body is just like exactly how it was when it's you It's like died. a doll. And I I was thinking about this, and I, I was thinking like, well, I don't think it actually would be that way. For one, I think you your skin would eventually, not instantly, but eventually, start to uh, physically boil because of the lack of pressure. Um, so that would that would deteriorate the body's structural integrity just in general. Um, right. And also, the insides of you are different than the outsides of you. So the insides of you are going to have tons of bacteria that start to eat away at the body before they start to like really feel the effects of the vacuum of space um, as it goes all the way through you.
1: Maybe they are like totally uh, um, deteriorated inside, but all the skin is there, so they're like a Halloween costume.
0: Uh, okay. There, there was also, um, there, there were some schematics for the coffins, but but some people were outside of coffins and like they were fine too. Uh, but the these coffins had it was it was pretty low tech, but they had like a humidifier and a dryer. So like, uh, I, I think the idea was somehow by the use of just keeping the the water around you, even though there's no air, it's the vacuum of space. Um, just sort of around you, you you can have these very uh, low energy cost things that can just maintain the body for like thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting concept. The point of this was, uh, as you find out by looking around the space station and reading audio logs and stuff, um, they somehow got tuberculosis. There was a tuberculosis outbreak outbreak. And um right. I, I've been watching a, uh some some videos that YouTube insists are for me. And I, I <laughs> say YouTube, I don't know, maybe. Um no, by a guy named John Green, who I uh, didn't actually know about that much, but I have found is incredibly famous, and I, I don't know how. I haven't known about this guy. Um he wrote The Fault in Our Stars in in addition to other things he'll author. And he's just been really into tuberculosis and he's been making videos about tuberculosis recently and how uh, we have a cure for tuberculosis. We (laughs) have had it since the 1950s, but people in the world are still dying at mass extreme numbers every year of tuberculosis, even though we have a, a medical cure and it's just about getting the medicine to the person. And the economics behind that—that that makes people still die from tuberculosis, which is horrifying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's the reason that you die if you have tuberculosis because you just couldn't get like the American privilege of being near the cure. I say American, but really any first world country uh, can get this really, really easily. It's not even that expensive. Um, but like yeah, if you're in the middle of uh, South America or, or Africa or uh, Central Asia or something, it can be hard to get just these these pills. Th- this uh, I actually don't know if it's a pill or injectable or what it, whatever it is. But tuberculosis is an easily curable but difficult cure uh, medicine or disease to to deal with. So I think it's interesting that they chose tuberculosis to be the um, the illness that people on this uh spacecraft suffer from it just got in through the food or something
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and affected everyone and they put i i think what they're implying here was none of these people actually died from the tuberculosis because what they did was when they got um when, when they got, like, bad enough off that it was clear they were going to die from tuberculosis, they exposed them to the vacuum of space, killing them that way. So every person yeah. who's dead in these coffins was technically killed by either themselves uh, voluntarily, or, you know, you get the sense, like, maybe these weren't all voluntary. Um, But, yeah, they, it was... Something that they did to themselves. Now, they did have a death sentence over their head with having tuberculosis on this ship with no cure, but, um, like, this was something that happened to them by a person. Right. Which I th- I think is, um, it does make it more impactful for sure. This isn't something that, um, it's it's neither the acts of evil men, nor is it. A completely natural thing uh, yeah because w- once you like get all the hints of how this happened to these people uh, I was kind of thinking like well that's that's sad and I'm certainly you know uh, biased by the fact that these are children a bit to think it's even more sad than normal right but I don't know if I disagree with it the idea is just like if aliens come or humans develop their technology even further, um, they might be able to come here and resuscitate these bodies because they haven't deteriorated. And they, they might have a better, just more technology to do it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting how it's both, uh, it's very hopeful, but a hopeless sight at the same time. Like just seeing yeah. like all of these people uh all these kids that are are dead like that's such an awful thing uh what a shit show but then uh the point is you know maybe someone in the future can save all these people like what a what a what a situation I, it, it's yeah. interesting how it's it's just it's it's very strong both ways
0: it's an elegant um just fiction idea Mm -hmm. to the the the, i don't think i've seen this exact kind of science fiction proposal before that like if people are about to die of an illness that you know you're you can cure it you just can't cure them fucking space them (laughs) and then uh then just wait a thousand years until someone can unspace someone
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's gotta happen sooner or later they can take the space away
0: yeah and i I think hopeful but hopeless is a great descriptor dustin because
1: that juxtaposition
0: yeah no you you should be proud (laughs) of having said that thanks Uh, (laughs) thanks
1: i'll start saying it a lot more
0: (laughs) because I don't disagree with the logic behind it necessarily. Like sure, I I think that what they've proposed could happen, could happen, but I also yep. think it's still unlikely. It's not just a matter of time. It's uh an unlikely thing to to be counting on.
1: Yeah, something that may or may not ever happen.
0: Yeah um
1: but it, i guess it's better than just thinking oh this can never this will never ever happen uh yeah what a i didn't even think about this when going through it but yeah t- totally agree i i think they uh pulled that off really well
0: yeah it's it's one of those science fiction ideas of like will we ever as a human race get into space travel seriously? And I think the answer is almost undoubtedly yes, because we've kind of already started, right? Um, right. I, I think that humans traveling through space, at least throughout our solar system, makes sense. And we've been because we've been to the moon, I can expect, given it enough time, we'll go to Mars. That makes sense to me. Um, yeah. The, anything beyond the solar system is kind of like, okay, now we're talking about light years <laughs> of travel. So, um, you'll have to invent stasis sleep, right? You'll, or time travel. <laughs> uh, you'll have to invent uh light speed ship travel, which is we're not even close. Uh, you'll have to in- invent so many things. Uh, tracking devices for planets around other stars. You'd think that maybe we'd have the math for that. We we do not. Uh, like it, it's such a big jump from like exploring our solar system to exploring the next one, and I cannot say if humans would ever get there. I doubt it. Uh, but yeah, I think it would be one of the last things we'd be working on before we just kind of peter off and die. And this thing that they're suggesting here, this idea of like working on the the spaced bodies, this is one of those like just beyond the jump of believability for certainty, but not the believability for possibility. Um,
1: They're they're walking a fine line.
0: Yeah. These people are being really hopeful about the uh, ability of anyone to ever cure them. I think some of the the audio logs even suggest like if you're hearing this, you might not even be a human. You might be an alien at this point. I don't know. Like we're, (laughs) we're counting on so far in the future to be saved uh yeah yeah
1: you could say i wonder if you have one of those big alien heads
0: yeah when you uh when you moisturize your mouth i mean beak
1: <laughs> how, does, how does that sounds go? that sounds so passive aggressive <laughs> that, that sounds like they're being alien racist
0: Oh, these people would absolutely be alien racist Because I haven't heard one thing that describes the culture of the solar system at this point That has not been tinged in violence or, like, xenophobia In some way Of, like, those Martians and their shitty Texan country songs
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry I meant beak (laughs) Like the alien you are
0: I think aliens... You know, I don't know what an alien would look like, and I don't think I can know what an alien would look like, but I do think a beak is likely.
1: I hope they (laughs) look like Marvin the Martian.
0: That's fun. Just like a completely... Yeah, that would be... uh... Um,
1: Just like round head, big cartoon eyes And they're like, oh, we're here on Earth, hello
0: Yeah, just just looking like a Kirby enemy Solid round head situation
1: That'd be great, but I I feel like you'd be very insulting To them, because you'd look down and be like Oh, look at them! (laughs) Oh, look how cute It's like a little Kirby, and they're like, yeah Stop
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the size (laughs) differential uh, on aliens Has got to be completely Huge, no matter What they are The Mm -hmm. odds that they're anything close to the size we are has got to be astronomically low.
1: You know what would suck? If you met aliens and they just looked like us, except maybe they had like a third ear or something.
0: And it's just like behind their right ear. So it's not even... (laughs) (laughs) It just looks like they have a weird like earring from the side until you look (laughs) at it.
1: Yeah, you're like, great, cool welcome to earth i guess
0: yeah you don't have any ideas for like time traveling or... no just the ears okay <laughs>
1: no we can hear a little better though
0: <laughs> from one side
1: just from this uh, the other side not we haven't reached that yet
0: <laughs> they're working on it
1: <laughs> they're working on fourth ear technology Yeah, their
0: society's biggest issue is not having a fourth ear
1: i guess th- i guess i would still make them more advanced than us they do have the other ear yeah, also, that is feel I like an be...
0: advancement to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be harder to listen to music. So
0: the treasure they're finding here uh at at the oh. core of all of this is the MK core, which I don't yeah. know if we found what the MK stands
1: for. I don't remember what it stands for.
0: But we we found out it's like a bioweapon. It um Yeah. it gave You
1: you thought it was going to be a treasure, but uh lo and behold not so much.
0: Yeah, it, it seems to have been the thing that gave them tuberculosis I, I can't tell if that's it that that's the impression I got yeah I don't I don't get that but all right because <laughs> um, <laughs> they also talked about like the tuberculosis was was coming from some sort of uh contamination in the recycled food thing uh, right. and th- that doesn't seem to be related to that um, th- this is the part of the episode where there's some plot things that i think i'm actually not able to decipher um (laughs) because there was there was a guy here hiding behind some of the coffins that you get into a little mini like gunfight with um and he was low on oxygen and he was probably delirious so he recognizes you as a different person you're trying to figure out who this guy was and i couldn't figure it out i think they said he was one of the pirates with like toussaint is that right
1: I don't remember. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't even remember what his deal was. Maybe.
0: And then you go through a little further, and then you see like this other guy who very conveniently has all of his iPads with uh, critical <laughs> information floating in front of him. But even I'm glad I held on to these in exactly the way that are like all facing someone. You could look at all of them at the same time. Um, <laughs> I read all the iPads, but I. Don't know who he is still. I mean, he he seems to have been a partner of the other guy. Yeah. But it went bad somehow. They were trying to get the MK4.
1: I I think she was a doctor. Yeah. The one with all the... the, Yeah.
0: But it wasn't during the time of the people in the coffins. This was, like, recent. Yeah.
1: Um, Because they brought the MK didn't mm, now i'm getting all mixed up
0: (laughs) well okay so there were uh there was one of the logs uh, expressing that it was a um (laughs) a collaboration between these people sort of acting as mercenaries or bounty hunters uh and going to the other ship uh the first episode's ship the uh is it the Urshanabi? Yeah. I said it wrong, I know. Was, that's one of the names I said. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, they were going to bring the MK Corps back to that ship, and then uh, Tragedy Struck. And I think it's yeah. fine if we just leave it as vague as Tragedy Struck.
1: Tragedy Struck. And at the end of the day, isn't that all what we're trying to avoid? Aren't
0: we all just a little Tragedy Strike? <laughs> um, so anyway, the the I get the tone of what they're trying to say here, which is that people have gone for this MK Corps, it has always brought disaster, but uh, directly in that it seems to be um, dangerous, and, and a weapon, and maybe makes people sick, and also indirectly by being an object of great demand because it could be used in a war against one of the other two factions. On the solar system, so you can just uh, you know use it as a weapon and sell it to people who wanted to use it as a as a weapon. Yeah. And the greed there is its own danger. So drummer, this this is another very interesting part of this episode that I think I was I was negatively surprised with. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Maya and drummer are there. They're exploring. They find the MK core, and. Maya says, what do we do with it? And then Drummer says, we destroy it. And I thought I was Drummer. I thought I made the calls like that, Telltale. That, <laughs> that
1: Let me choose... If they ask me, as the player, what we should do with it, let me decide what to do with I'll,
0: it. I'll probably agree with what you had Drummer do in terms of destroying it. I, that sounds right to me. But also... This is a choose-your-own-adventure game. I thought that was the the thing. Like, that's a critical choice for drummer to make. And they don't give it to you.
1: Yeah. Did
0: you find that strange also?
1: Yes. Um, or rather, I didn't at the time, but now that you bring it up, I am like, hey, wait, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, we had the choice to not sleep with our girlfriend Maya because... We were maybe going to be nervous that other people knew we did that. But for something as big as this, um, they just make the choice for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this episode is not showing their strengths very much, I think.
0: Yeah, and then uh, there was a there was like a debate between Maya and Drummer after this where Maya said, like, hey, maybe we should keep it and use it as a weapon for the belt. We can make this uh, an accessory for the belt to defend itself. And then Drummer tells Maya, hey, you haven't been a belter for very long. I don't think you understand how things are done around here. If we have this, there's going to be more infighting than outfighting. And I thought I would get a choice to engage in that conversation too and didn't. <laughs> uh so like drummer's got Drummers really uh voicing her mind in this section and you have no insight into that. You're really not doing that at all.
1: Yeah she's like hold on hold on a sec no let me do this player. I, I got this.
0: Yeah it <laughs> it reminds me of going to the grocery store with my incredibly drunk roommate and uh, watching him put the largest bag of marshmallows i've ever seen into the shopping cart and i need to step in and say actually you don't have as much freedom of choice here as you'd like to have and <laughs> because it doesn't make sense for you to have it given the circumstances
1: <laughs> given the circumstances but i don't
0: i i'm not incredibly drunk and marshmallow hungry right now so i don't know why telltale is doing this to me <laughs>
1: why are you doing this telltale
0: um yeah yeah this game doesn't feel like it should be that, that kind of like choice based telltale game but they're kind of just already to do it they're they're like all in on the telltale choice thing yeah uh for for brand reasons and i don't i don't know how i feel about that. I think that this game's strongest marketing thing is probably the fact that it is a Telltale game. I would wager that in the uh, video game world, that is a stronger piece of marketing than being an Expanse game. Maybe. Probably. I think so. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's why it's five episodes. That's why it's this choice-based thing. But, like, it really doesn't seem concerned with it.
1: It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess just because it has that pressure of being like the first telltale is back telltale game. Yeah. So they're like, well, it has to be and this is just me talking out of my ass. I don't know if this this is what they the way they thought about it, but it, it really does just feel like this is the first telltale game where we're back. It needs to be like a Telltale game. So five episodes. Uh, it has choices. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely has choices.
0: It has choices. Yep. <laughs> it does yeah, have them. And... Not all the time <laughs> when you expect to have them, but they are there other times.
1: Yeah. Um, it, it's weird. It, it's Maybe The Wolf Among Us will be a little more...
0: <sighs> I think just by nature of that game being a sequel to another pre-existing game it's going to be closer to what that game was
1: It, it already set the precedent for it
0: yeah um and and also that game is developed by um ad hoc which is a studio that formed to do it versus deck nine which is a studio that has done similar things but is kind of being um contracted not maybe not contracted is the right word but i'm not sure what their situation is Uh, ...but brought in to do this. Yeah. Um, So that's different too. Uh, Yeah, you know, I... For for every... ...thing I'm complaining about in this episode... ...that one scene of moving from the the labs... ...where all the coffins are adult-sized... ...and then there's like a room you go in... ...that has a plaque on the wall... Courtney pointed it out. I wrote it down myself. It was very powerful. Uh, Just Mm -hmm. said, these are our children. If you be a healer, heal. If you be miracle worker, work. If you be passer through, pass through and go in peace. That's very strong. And I felt like it was a a really, really strong centerpiece of the episode. You go into the children's mausoleum. It's harrowing. Uh, Yeah. But... The episode keeps going for another fifteen minutes or so, and uh, it had been about fifteen minutes or so up to that point. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, that's just uh, that's just what this game is for these next two weeks. That's another thing. Like this is the game. This is the game for two weeks.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's weird because I want to say oh, well, maybe they're saving the interesting stuff for these last two episodes. But at the, I'm, I'm like, well, if we're three episodes in and it's just like the same stuff every time, mm-hmm. what makes me think the next two are going to be different?
0: Yeah, I don't think any Telltale game has up to this point yeah. saved the best for the last two episodes. I don't think we've been in a situation where we've been... <sighs> maybe Walking Dead Season 2, uh, maybe that was the only time that it kind of worked like this. But I... like the first three episodes, we kind of went like more and more downhill and downhill and downhill. And even episode four, we did too. And then five was strong. Uh, and other other games like Monkey Island had a much stronger fifth episode than the other ones. But like it wasn't that one just goes up,
1: up, up for me anyway. I think it starts.
0: I, I think that good. the it, it's it's pretty good the whole time, but, like, it, it's a very strong episode five.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's good the whole time, but, like, episode one, I think, is the weakest, and then it just gets progressively better as it goes, personally, anyway. Poisonally. Poisonally.
0: It's a good, um, like, meowth. Is that meowth?
1: Well, poisonally. I like the Tales of Monkey Island.
0: All right, yeah, I lo- do that more.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Maybe I'll make that my thing.
0: So after you bring back the MK core and drummer directs the player that you are going to direct drummer to destroy it, um, mm-hmm. Arlen and Rayan show up and they're like, "Oh, we thought you'd do some stuff," and you don't really get much of an opportunity to explain, like, "Hey, this thing is incredibly dangerous. You you don't want this." Um, and Arlen is just like, "Hey, you're gonna deny us our pay. This is bad. This is a very bad thing."
1: <laughs> this isn't great. Um, bad luck for you. To the, yeah, sorry. To the airlock with you. To the airlock. Uh, they,
0: <laughs> they, they do this thing where Maya's like, well, "You're gonna brig Drummer just because she's trying to look out for the, uh, for the belt." And then Drummer's like, "No, they're gonna airlock me because they can't just uh, have me around for three weeks." That I'll use up all their food.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I get I get it. I want that food for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it did seem like they didn't have to do this, and even Rayan's like, "Wait, we don't have to do this." But Arlen is like, "Why would we? No, would No, we, save no, we her gotta." <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is yeah. this is where uh, like the the finale climax of the episode happens. Uh, you're given a choice to trust Rayan or not. Did you trust Rayan? I
1: did trust Rayan.
0: Okay, I did too. And Courtney did too. Uh, I, I think everyone's going to So it's So
1: inter- it's interesting how you got a different outcome. Yeah, that's af- not the after thing after that happened. matters. Yeah. Af- after it happened, I assumed that would have some somehow led to it. But I guess not. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Rayan takes you aside and he's putting you in the airlock. And he's like, hey, uh, I ha- I'm going to go with Arlen on this. But I am not just going to kill you. Here, take this helmet. You'll be fine Uh, until you starve to death (laughs) in the vacuum of space, but you won't suffocate. Yeah. Isn't that great? We love that for you.
1: Uh, (laughs) Have a good time.
0: So I'm in the airlock with the helmet on and then Arlen brings out Maya and it looks like they got into a little scrape. And I think this is where it's, it diverges. Uh, I try to convince Rayan in that moment that, uh, like, hey, do something. This is messed up. She'll die. There's no reason for that. And Rayan uh, disarms Arlen for me. Uh, take, takes away uh, his gun. And then Rayan and Arlen get in a little fight. And in that fight, I get spaced. And I get shot out to the uh, like the door of the space station we were just at. Uh-huh. Um, and then I watch the ship take off. With Maya still inside. And that's the episode.
1: Interesting. I wonder if it has something to do with what you say to uh, Rayan that makes him like stand up to his brother. Because for me, he didn't. He did not try to stop. He was just mm-hmm. like, "Ah, fuck. This sucks. That you're doing this. Yeah. Darn." <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Did you get Arlen his meds last episode?
1: I. I think i did yes
0: okay so that's interesting then because courtney didn't and i was actually thinking that might have been the main decider because um really that's not for our Ar- uh, arlen that's for Rayan, because he's worried about our Ar- arlen so my thought was if i do that for arlen rayon will respect me enough that he fights back against arlen in this episode but if you did that then i don't know Um,
1: Yeah, because I specifically remember going out of my way to find the medicine just out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, So, yeah, I gave it to him. You'd think that would be what did it, but no. Yeah,
0: yeah, and we both saved his leg, right? Yeah. Then that's not it either. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot. It's it's interesting, because at the end of the episode, they say... Uh, They say the choices, and at this early stage of the game's release, I have to believe the choice percentage is correct. I have to. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it might
0: not be, but I have to believe it is. And uh, yeah. 87% of people trusted Ran, according to my choice.
1: Yeah, I was one of them.
0: And only 35% of people had maya on the artemis alive
1: interesting which is when
0: i found out that she could have died in that scene <laughs> i didn't know that yeah she
1: she did for me why didn't <laughs> <laughs> it's baffling ain't it
0: what yeah that's interesting why yeah, i i could I Maya really die?
1: do think it might have something to do with what you, what you say to Ryan when he's bringing you to the airlock. Sorry, I, I just suddenly got the hiccups. Uh,
0: don't apologize. <laughs> this this this
1: this usually never happens on the podcast. Now I'm I'm hicking it up.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Um, I I'm googling it. This is worth a Google. How does Maya die? Her fate is dependent on your choices, but most players did not manage to keep her alive due to the prerequisite of doing all good deeds, including being nice to Rayan. All good deeds? I believe...
1: Oh. Um, are good deeds like a mechanic we were unaware of?
0: No, I don't think a specific one. I just think the general concept of... (laughs) I feel like I've been
1: pretty nice. I saved his leg. I would count that as being nice to Ran. Yeah.
0: You didn't get the cigar. I guess
1: I was a little I guess I was a little mean to him at fir- at first. Like when Ar-, Ar Arlen was uh giving him the business, I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch you two knuckleheads.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. I Okay, I'm trying to, I'm looking through some, uh, some Reddit posts about like, hey, why did, why did, uh, why did Maya die?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why, uh, why, why,
0: why did that happen? Um, (laughs) the prerequisite, doing all good deeds. That's just what one article said, by the way. Um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to Google the word why in there as well. Uh, (laughs) choices do matter
1: wow yeah (laughs) you heard it here first
0: yeah okay so this is from keengamer.com in their review of this episode finally we feel our choices matter as they now directly impact the story's outcome and our characters fates the death of Maya happened extremely quickly and was definitely something that took a lot of players by surprise. However, the steps required to keep Maya alive are a bit excessive and often left players feeling cheated out of the possibility of saving Maya. I like that this is in past tense and is talking about like <laughs> it left players feeling cheated out. It's been out for, uh, at the time of recording, like two days. How do you even? know the cultural reception already
1: i i guess they just kind of assumed
0: i think they're i think they're just maybe they're trying to make the cultural reception with this article
1: (laughs) turns out nobody really cared about maya before
0: this (laughs) uh okay so for example if you stop arlen from bullying rayon and you save his leg maya will still die if you haven't found the medicine earlier so is it those three things? You stop Arlen from bullying uh, Rayan at the beginning of the game, at the beginning of like episode one, and mm-hmm. you save his leg during episode one, and you find the medicine during episode two. Um, okay. Interesting, huh? Huh. Did so? Did you? Did you not do the one at the beginning of episode one?
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't stop. Uh, Arlen from bullying him. Sorry, kid. Boy, I wouldn't have known that would have such dire consequences. Yeah,
0: wow, what an extreme choice dependency.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if they've ever done something as,
0: like, surreptitiously important as that. Because normally, I think there have been a few times when it's been, like... Whatever happens at this critical moment is dependent on a pool of your previous actions. But right. the pool maybe only needs to be at like 80% full in order to be a certain way, usually. This is a it, hard yeah. 100% dependency.
1: If you don't do all these right, a major character is dead because of you.
0: A different character, too. It's like if you do yeah. three, Unrelated. three good things for Rand. Every time they <laughs> come up uh, with no faltering for Rayan, Maya doesn't die. <laughs> that's, what are, what are they saying with that? That's such an interesting thing. That that, that has to be on purpose. That, that's that got to be, I mean, I, it's definitely on purpose, but I, I mean, uh, that has to be for an aim. Why did they do that, do you think, Dustin? You got me. Well, okay. I I, <laughs> I was thinking more like we could workshop it and try to figure it out as a podcast okay. that people listen Th- to. You
1: know what? That's that's a better idea.
0: Yeah i i like I like your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it kind of it's got me too a little bit. Why would they want? Are they just saying? Are they just testing you for being a good captain who takes care of the crew? Even the maybe weakest element of the crew who is Ran.
1: Yeah. It's
0: you don't get the strongest element of your crew which is Maya unless you take care of the weakest element of your crew which is Ran. That's starting to look like a thesis.
1: <laughs> I guess yeah, I I could I could see a through line there at least.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um anyway i'm sorry your maya died
1: (laughs) that's okay i'm glad yours is still alive
0: yeah um given given our podcast's light somewhat joking recurring uh piece of canon that you have a harder time with love in these telltale (laughs) games uh, i really wish maya was there for you you don't you don't deserve this loss dustin
1: yeah, I guess it doesn't I guess love doesn't get any harder than this, does it? This
0: is, this might be the hardest love could be.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I might have fucked up harder than I have before this
0: time. It might be the hardest anyone's fucked up.
1: <laughs> I didn't so know I dead. was this bad. Yeah, okay, uh, <laughs> I
0: guess we didn't talk about how she dies for you because I haven't actually seen it. So
1: Well, take well, take a guess.
0: I assume can you, she, can you guess? she's spaced I I know that she is spaced with you i i heard that from Courtney, yeah but i i don't know the context
1: yeah so you try to give her the helmet and she's like no no why don't you have it and then she puts it on you and she dies and because of the space is it like
0: an instant death sort of thing with the um space um <laughs> with the space
1: so you have like a few seconds of drummer saying no maya okay that's that's about it. It, it. I'm laughing, but it is well done. It it, it, it does have an impact. Okay. And, and
0: I guess it's pretty cool seeing a character you love space... Not cool in a good way. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's an interesting narrative mechanic to have a, a right. character you love spaced. And all of a sudden, you, along with all the citizens of that space station, hope that someone does figure out how to save them. Because now Maya is one of them too.
1: Yeah. Now, now Drummer really gets what they were going for. Mm. Oh, can you put her in a coffin? <laughs> um. It ends right when you like open the door of the the station. So maybe next episode.
0: Oh, I don't think uh, they made a point of showing that Drummer can't open the door. For yeah.
1: Me. So she opened it a little.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It that's like, the same. Sh-
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um I also have a note here that uh, any anything that happens after drummer is spaced at the end of this episode by Arlen. Um the facial animations on drummer are stronger than they've been through the entire rest of the game. And they they weren't bad before, but um like she's straining her face like when trying to push the door open and she's like yeah. Raising her uh, like the ridge of her forehead, uh, while looking around for things. It it great face all of a sudden. Really excellent job. Uh, not that it was that bad before again, but just uh, for for this scene in particular, r- real great cinema uh, cinematic work on that face.
1: Yeah. Good job.
0: Yeah, I, it helps that there's not very many faces in the game.
1: <laughs> Especially this episode.
0: Yeah, how many do you see? You see Con, drummer Maya, Arlen, Ran. That's it. You you that's don't it. even you don't see the face of the guy you shoot uh, that's trying to shoot you out. You don't see any. And you of don't the see any of the faces. dead
1: body. Yeah, because they're wrapped up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, small number of faces, and they do a good job with each of them. That's that's the privilege you have when you have a video game with five faces in it
1: that's true huh. fun <laughs> yeah you know what that's neat uh
0: so how do you feel about losing maya right now i i think you said sad but uh do you want to expand on that
1: uh expand on the expanse um that's about it okay. it sucks that she's dead <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wish I wish she wasn't when it like if I think about it. I think that
0: this game's strength, among other Telltale games, and I'm not trying to like give a a minimal compliment here or anything. We've been critical of the this game up through this episode, but I think the love story in the Expanse, even just in the three episodes we've played so far, I think it's this maybe the strongest love story we've had in a Telltale game. I, I feel Maybe. it's strong.
1: What's the competition? Um, there I there you go, dude. I, I, are you are you are <laughs> you? Hold on, <laughs> hold on a second. Are are we specifically just talking about like like the story is about that? Like like the the romance between two characters is a big plot point. Um, I'm
0: I'm just saying. It, in the times we've seen that, this is one of the stronger ones, if not the strongest. Uh, we did say a lot of good things about Javi and Kate very recently. Yeah. We're in the middle of continuing to say good things about Javi and Kate. Um, I like them. They're up there. Yeah. Um, I like
1: Guybrush and Elaine. I thought they were adorable. Guybrush and
0: Elaine and- is very Elaine good. good.
1: They're they're adorable in that. And, and like... I, this this wasn't like a big part of the story, but I liked uh, Reese and Sasha. I, I I'm not comparing. Like oh, obviously, I, okay. okay. Obviously, Maya and Drummer is like a big a more important thing, but I liked seeing them together there. And they, they were they
0: were fun. I I think that Maya and Drummer are stronger than that.
1: Uh, well, I I think part of it's also that game is better. They. F- <laughs> <laughs> well, I. I think they focus more on the love between these two characters in the expanse in tales from the borderlands. That was just kind of in the background. It was nice. And I do, it was kind of responsibly understated
0: because, um, in that situation, the romance a character has with another character in the party truly wouldn't be that big of a deal. Uh, we we, we try to, as, as romance, enjoying individuals, a species that we are, um, we, we we try to prize that among above anything else that's happening. Like, really, it's about the love, even though they're, they're in a uh, post-apocalypse or whatever. And I don't really think that would be the case. So I thought it was refreshing seeing it in that way in Tales yeah. from the Borderlands. In this case, totally. I do think that the relationship would probably be uh, more important than like the day-to-day stuff that they're doing yeah. in The Expanse. So uh, I liked seeing it more here i think nothing in any of the walking dead games except maybe what we're what we just said about javi and kate uh really get up there i did not like um the snow stuff that much in wolf uh the wolf among us
1: yeah yeah um but I, I could never put them over Guybrush and Elaine. Like remember That's a good, the ending. You're, you're with the very ring?
0: right, Dustin. That was a strong one. It was a good one.
1: Yeah, but I, I Max and also Bosco's have, mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're up there. Uh-huh. Uh, but <laughs> I, I also feel like Monkey Island with Guybrush and Elaine might have an advantage just because it spends multiple games building up their relationship. Like obviously, I'm gonna care more about that here we've only had like a few episodes and only a little bit of them before uh one of us had something happen to maya um so i i do feel like they do a good job with it um up until this point anyway um yeah but yeah if if it comes down to favorite telltale couple i gotta give it to Guybrush and Elaine, but they do a good job. They're not my favorite
0: couple. I just, I think the story of it is is very strong, and I, I think I am also more predisposed to giving it to Guybrush and Elaine because even though there were multiple games leading up to it, I don't think Guybrush and Elaine have been good up to that point. Actually,
1: that that is a good Um, point. Like. uh in Curse, it's very uh, Elaine is just turned into the gold statue. She barely does anything. Yeah, I never played Escape.
0: In one and two, it's good, but they're like it's it's a joke. In Curse, they get yeah. married, and it's not good. Uh, and we haven't yeah. played Escape, but I have heard it's not you know mind blowing.
1: <laughs> I I hear Elaine is actually pretty bad in Escape, but. <laughs> Yeah. A very, very cute couple in Tales. And Tales and Return all, they, uh, Top Yeah, player. I was about to say they stay great in return. In legend.
0: Tales and Return and Legend. They're all they're all good.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we haven't uh spoilers for Legend, we haven't seen Elaine yet. But um it's it seems like she, they're in a good spot. We've seen of it. Elaine. Yeah, she's been like, Look, I had to leave uh Guybrush is not himself right now i gotta find someone to help this i guy. like what so we've seen of very, the The second yeah.
0: episode of that's coming out in uh i can't days. wait
1: yeah you know what sucks about it what sucks it about comes it? out it comes out when i'm gonna be at pax i'm not yeah. gonna be able to play it until the seventh at earliest yeah and it, it, i'm that uh,
0: on that day i'll be at nintendo world in hollywood so i i can't play it on that day either yeah sorry chris alcock yeah
1: you sure yeah thanks for picking the one day
0: maybe do better next time
1: (laughs) you yeah this was this was a b minus effort (laughs) when you're usually doing a pluses want to get into our no i love love that guy segments yeah i would love to uh hard week for segments
0: hard week for segments i agree you want to start with the hardest one and get easier yeah
1: Yeah, that's a good way to do it. I think Weekly Guy is probably the hardest one.
0: What what do you have? Yeah.
1: For Weekly Guy, I guess I gave it to Maya just because, you know, she sacrificed herself so we could live. Not for me. That's a good trait. (laughs) Yeah, I can see why she might not be your Weekly Guy. Uh, She just lived. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah, try better next time, please, Maya. Maybe (laughs) die next time. But yeah, um, you know, I thought her death scene was... Uh, well done. She's. I also have in my notes. I like that you get the back and forth between her, her and drummer on the ship. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. Just because no one else did anything weekly, guy worthy. I think. Mm-hmm. I I thought about maybe giving it to Rayan, but he sure did not stop Arlen. So sorry, bro. Yeah, you don't get to be weekly guy this week. <laughs>
0: um, I I thought a little bit about Rayan. Um. But I I don't know. I was trying to figure out, like, if I said it was Ryan, why would I be saying it was Ran? Um And I don't think that his defense of me in front of his brother was particularly inspiring. Um, and I, I don't know if just, like, being a sidekick to a bad guy is either inspiring. So uh, I didn't do him. Didn't really do Maya. Although Maya had an interesting moment where she says like, hey, if we, which made me think like, okay, is she going to die right now? And it turned out only possibly.
1: Uh, Yeah. Not, not for you, it turns out.
0: She goes, hey, uh, you were saying earlier, like, what are, what am I going to do with all the money if there's money here to get? And I kind of think I'd just still be doing this. So can we, you know, hang out for a little bit? (laughs) And, uh, I said yes. And it made me think that she was going to die. Uh, and like that would have been the reason I would have said Maya, but like I oh, similarly wasn't, I don't know if it was so inspiring. So what I've said was, and this this is suspect, um, I said the plaque writer, the who we, we don't see them, I just like what they said about the dead kids.
1: You know what in any other episode I would say it's maybe a cop out but I feel like when your options are so limited I I think that's a good pick.
0: I it's because of the limited options at least in part can't deny it but I also yeah. do just really like them. They they uh yeah. they were bringing a lot of themselves to that plaque.
1: <laughs> well, I I feel like the plaque the message on the plaque is great but I I never I feel like if it was in an episode with a bigger cast, then you wouldn't choose the guy who wrote the plaque. I liked. <laughs> yeah, but like in terms
0: of game development, the characters are written by the same people that wrote the plaque. You know. Right. So, I'm. It's still a good job to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. What's your uh, What's your choice? Cut.
1: I guess trusting Rayan. Hmm. I don't even know how that. Well, maybe not, because it sure didn't help me at all. Like, like he didn't save Maya. He didn't stand up to Arlen like he could for you.
0: It's one of many things you need to do to save Maya. Yeah. It was maybe the last thing I, I did. And I was thinking about not trusting Rayan. Imagine if me satisfying every other choice up to this point that would have f- figured into that and then not trusting Ray and right at the very end.
1: Hmm, you know what? I don't think I trust you. It's not important to me that Maya <laughs>
0: lives. So
1: <laughs> like in, in the moment I could tell, no, this guy doesn't want to do this. I have good reason to trust that he is not behind what Arlen wants to go through with.
0: Um, my, my choice cut is a lot smaller uh, when you see the central mausoleum that has the most coffins on it and it's the, like the whole, the, the cylinder thing where they're all sticking mm-hmm. out of the walls. Uh, Maya goes, it's beautiful. And you have the option to either agree that it's beautiful or call it horrifying And uh, I think that's my choice cut. It's just a a very small little moment of, like, how are you interpreting this uh, clutching onto the possibility of life, but still swimming in the deluge of death that this thing is?
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to change mine to that, too. (laughs) Tristan, Ray, and fuck that. Okay. I, I I talk myself out of it before you even brought up your choice but that that is a good one i did need to be like what i don't know how i feel about this yeah
0: i said it was horrifying Um uh, but and, i think and that's it, just sa- be- me role-playing as drummer i think it is kind of beautiful mitchell wolf does
1: yeah i said it was beautiful but i this really does just tie into exactly what we were talking about earlier how it's it's both a, a horrifying sight seeing like all these dead bodies but In a way, it is kind of beautiful having that hope for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I I didn't even... When going through the episode, that thought never even occurred to me. But yeah, talking through it, I I really like that theme of all this. Uh, I I think that is the good choice in the episode.
0: Yeah, and and Maya thinking it's beautiful and then Drummer thinking it's not, which is what I, I went with
1: what an odd couple! kind of
0: yeah opposites (laughs) attract am i right uh
1: (laughs) one's one's quiet one's noisy but
0: also like maya's a bit distant from it so she can look at Mm -hmm. this and see like yeah it's a bunch of dead bodies but um these people were really trying something and it makes me think about the possibility of like um what if i went to the pyramids of egypt i bet I would find it pretty beautiful and, and inspiring things that humans, when working together, can accomplish big things. And if you turn your brain off and ignore the fact that um, it's probably a lot of slave labor yeah. uh, for the benefit of the 1% of the 1% of the
1: 1%, yeah,
0: uh, and don't think about that. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> just, just think about how, how cool it looks. Is,
0: w- may, makes it feel pretty beautiful and inspiring. Uh, but if you were Egyptian and contemporary with the time of building the pyramids, you might be more aware of the fact that it's a tomb, and it's it's yeah. it's a dead body is in there. In the same way that we're looking at dead bodies in these coffins. Um, and because I am not Egyptian and I am not of that time, I I have an easier time of ignoring that. And Maya is Martian, and she's looking at a bunch of dead belters drummer has long been a political ally of the Belters and has been looking out for the the Belters and has only seen what the Earthers and Martians have done to Belters with their level of privilege comparatively. Uh, And she's looking at like, um, hey, these Belters could have lived. It's tuberculosis, you know? They they don't (laughs) talk about that in the episode, but I have this newfound respect uh, for tuberculosis as a thing that we have to deal with because of YouTube's interesting algorithms effect on me. And uh, now I have to think about that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, so I thought that was a good choice.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. Much better than trusting Ran, which did not end as well as it could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, golden moment. I guess the Maya death scene—it just hit me the most emotional moment of the episode. Even then, you know, I've seen other deaths. I've I <laughs> felt stronger I've seen death about- before. I've seen better deaths in Telltale games.
0: Wow, that's um, a hard thing to come back from being desensitized to. That's that's <laughs> the most humans can experience death.
1: Well, I think I think about like last week. Remember when um, they were taught the flashback at the beginning of last week's Walking Dead episode. Uh, When Javi and Kate saw Gabe's friend, Mm -hmm. and they were just talking about how much that sucked, seeing him as a Muertos. Muertos, yeah. Um, that, That did hit me. I was like, oh, this is great what they're doing here. And them killing off Maya, I feel like it is impactful. It sucks. But I feel like getting to hear the characters talk about it and how it affects them is really what seals the deal for me. Just giving the de- seeing how the death affects people, just the outcome of it, and here it ends right after she dies. And so it's it's sad. It's great that she gives you her helmet, um, and it's still my golden moment to the episode but it's just because the episode's so short what else am i gonna pick i guess whatever you pick because you didn't get that.
0: Uh, i i chose the t- uh the child's tomb area
1: yeah i, I that's a good one too yeah
0: i i'm, I'm kind of doubling down on my weekly guy for that
1: <laughs> right
0: uh, and we've talked about why i think it's strong and why mm-hmm. uh courtney thought it was strong as well
1: yeah so i i don't think it's like an awful episode that has no merits or anything. There's some good stuff in there. But I don't know. Just the the actual gameplay loop of it. And, uh, and just how short it was. It really does bring it down for me. Even if there's good stuff in it. I can't just write it. I can't just say like, oh, this is a CSI tier episode or anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so 35% of players saved Maya, which means that 65% of players had Maya die in this episode. That's a high percentage and makes me think Maya's dying for me in the next episode, (laughs) regardless of what (laughs) I do. Uh, Yeah. Because I think we're looking at a Nick in Season 2 of Walking Dead situation where, uh, I mean, if if they do build (laughs) up a huge end of this season where, like, it really can branch in a thousand different ways, which... We actually haven't seen that much from Telltale Games. Mm -hmm. The ending usually kind of converges.
1: Yeah, I think like Walking Dead Season 2 had the multiple endings.
0: Having Um, three, I mean, yeah, it had like three main endings and then like little variations that can happen. mm -hmm. Which is, uh, for the number of choices and bifurcations that can happen through an episode, that's actually not very many. Uh, w- yep. we haven't had, we certainly don't have any, uh, amount of endings to compare with something like Baldur's Gate 3, or Shadow the Hedgehog.
1: <laughs> now we're talking, now, now you're speaking my language. I've been in a very Sonic mood the last few How days. do you feel
0: about Shadow the Hedgehog, the video game?
1: Never played it.
0: Um, I've, I played it.
1: But I know of it. I know, like, it's infamy and it's endings.
0: It's uh it's fun to play through once and then you need to play through it about 251 more times to get to all the endings
1: i'm sold where do i sign up
0: game GameCube. uh okay so that's been the expanse episode three first ones again released on august 24th 2023 developed by telltale games and deck nine 10 out of 10 that's true
1: I, I agree with all of that that you said.
0: It is... Yeah. <laughs> it was released on August 24th, and I don't want to hear anything to the contrary, <laughs> even though it was playable yeah, you know, <laughs> by people who pre-ordered on the 23rd.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I hadn't thought of it up until now, but you saying it, yeah, I do agree that's when it came out. Mm-hmm.
0: We've only got two more episodes, and um, mm-hmm. I wonder if Arlen's going to be the the big bad guy.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Like, yeah. I... I think in those first two episodes, I assumed there was going to be something with Arlen. Like, you could tell he was way more aggressive than his brothers. So yeah. I figured they were building up to something.
0: He was irritable, but, though. Uh, like, I didn't think... Khan yeah. is also irritable. And Virgil's got a couple secrets. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a problem.
1: I wonder... I guess they have to dive into those Virgil secrets, right? Like, will they... Do you think maybe there, that's the next a finale
0: thing, or do you think that's a next episode thing? I mean, I'm not even on I, the ship. In, we're not on the ship anymore.
1: That's true, yeah. I, I mean, when they brought it up in the first episode, I thought, this has got to pay off in some way, right? But the next two episodes, maybe they're like 15 minutes each.
0: <laughs> yeah, at this rate, they, they could just, uh, like, be negative time by the time we finish the season. <laughs>
1: I'm more alive than I was before I played it.
0: That would be an extremely good video game.
1: Yeah, you know <laughs> you know what? I'd have no choice but to give it at, at least like a, an 8 out of 10. Yeah, by
0: playing it, your life is longer by not playing it. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's not what I go to video games for traditionally, but pretty good. Pretty cool. Yeah,
1: points to him for thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay, so that's the episode. Have a great summer.
1: Bye.